This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does the Old Testament, especially the Old Testament law, have to do with your Christian life? Keep listening after the episode to find out more. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Numbers chapter 7, verses 60 through 89. On the ninth day, Abidan, son of Gideoni, leader of the Benjamites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter, weighing 130 shekels, and one silver sprinkling bowl, weighing 70 shekels both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Abidan, son of Gideoni. On the tenth day, Ahiezer, son of Amishadai, leader of the Danites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Ahiezer, son of Amishadai. On the eleventh day, Pagiel, son of Okran, leader of the Asherites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, 
one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Pagiel, son of Okran. On the twelfth day, Ahira, son of Enon, leader of the Naphtalites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver platter weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each of them full of fine flour mixed with olive oil as a grain offering, one gold pan weighing 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb in its first year for a burnt offering, one male goat for a purification offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Ahira, son of Enon. Summary. This was the dedication for the altar from the leaders of Israel when it was anointed, twelve silver platters, twelve silver sprinkling bowls, and twelve gold pans. Each silver platter weighed 130 shekels, and each silver sprinkling bowl weighed 70 shekels. All the silver of the vessels weighed 2,400 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. The twelve gold pans full of incense weighed ten shekels each, according to the sanctuary shekel. All the gold of the pans weighed one hundred and twenty shekels. All the animals for the burnt offering were twelve young bulls, twelve rams, twelve male lambs in their first year with their grain offering, and twelve male goats for a purification offering. All the animals for the sacrifice for the peace offering were twenty-four young bulls, sixty rams, sixty male goats, and sixty lambs in their first year. These were the dedication offerings for the altar after it was anointed. Now when Moses went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from above the atonement lid that was on the Ark of the Testimony from between the two cherubim. Thus he spoke to him. Psalm 29, a Psalm of David. Acknowledge the Lord, you heavenly beings. Acknowledge the Lord's majesty and power. Acknowledge the majesty of the Lord's reputation. Worship the Lord in holy attire. The Lord's shout is heard over the water. The majestic God thunders. The Lord appears over the surging water. The Lord's shout is powerful. The Lord's shout is majestic. The Lord's shout breaks the cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young ox. The Lord's shout strikes with flaming fire. The Lord shouts, shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The Lord shout, bends the large trees and strips the leaves from the forest. Everyone in his temple says, majestic. The Lord sits enthroned over the engulfing waters. The Lord sits enthroned as the eternal king. The Lord gives his people strength. The Lord grants his people security. Psalm 95. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout out praises to our protector who delivers us. Let us enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout out to him in celebration. For the Lord is a great God, a great king who is superior to all gods. The depths of the earth are in his hand and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his for he made it. His hands form the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our creator, for he is our God. We are the people of his pasture, the sheep he owns. Today, if only you would obey him. He says, do not be stubborn like they were at Meribah, like they were that day at Massah in the wilderness. 
where your ancestors challenged my authority and tried my patience, even though they had seen my work. For 40 years, I was continually disgusted with that generation. And I said, these people desire to go astray. They do not obey my commands. So I made a vow in my anger. They will never enter into the resting place I had set aside for them. New Testament reading, Hebrews chapter 3 through Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13. Hebrews chapter 3, Jesus and Moses. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters, partners in a heavenly calling, take note of Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess, who was faithful to the one who appointed him, as Moses was also in God's house. For he has come to deserve greater glory than Moses, just as the builder of a house deserves greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that would be spoken. But Christ is faithful as a son over God's house. We are of his house. If in fact we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope we take pride in. Exposition of Psalm 95, hearing God's word in faith. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Oh, that today you will listen as he speaks. Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. In the day of testing in the wilderness, there your fathers tested me and tried me, and they saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I became provoked at that generation and said, Their hearts are always wandering, and they have not known my ways. As I swore in my anger, they will never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has an evil, unbelieving heart that forsakes the living God, but exhort one another each day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may become hardened by sin's deception. For we have become partners with Christ, if in fact we hold our initial confidence firm until the end. As it says, Oh, that today you will listen as he speaks. Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For which ones heard and rebelled? Was it not all who came out of Egypt under Moses' leadership? And against whom was God provoked for 40 years? Was it not those who sinned, whose dead bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear they would never enter into his rest except those who were disobedient? So we see that they could not enter because of unbelief. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. God's promise rest. Therefore, we must be wary. That while the promise of entering his rest remains open, none of you may seem to have come short of it. For we had good news proclaimed to us just as they did, but the message they heard did them no good, since they did not join in with those who heard it in faith. For we who believe enter that rest. As he has said, as I swore in my anger, they will never enter my rest. And yet God's works were accomplished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken somewhere about the seventh day in this way. And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. But to repeat the text cited earlier, they will never enter my rest. Therefore, it remains for some to enter it. Yet those to whom it was previously proclaimed did not enter because of disobedience. So God again ordains a certain day. Today, speaking through David, after so long a time, as in the words quoted before, Oh, that today you will listen as he speaks. Do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken afterward about another day. Consequently, a Sabbath rest remains for the people of God. For the one who enters God's rest has also rested from his works, just as God did from his own works. Thus, we must make every effort to enter that rest so that no one may fall 
by following the same pattern of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword, piercing even to the point of dividing soul from spirit and joints from marrow. It is able to judge the desires and thoughts of the heart. And no creature is hidden from God, but everything is naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must render an account. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, thank you. Thank you for this word, this admonition, O God, to enter into your rest, your Sabbath rest, O Lord God, for your people. Oh God, and how do we enter into that rest, O God? It is by obedience unto you, O God, unto you, the thrice holy God, who was worthy of our sacrifice of praise, who is worthy of our sacrifice of worship, who is sacri- who is worthy of the sacrifice of our lives, O oh God, because we are crucified with Christ. It is no longer us that lives, but it's Christ who's living in us, O oh God. We thank you for the righteousness of Christ. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that indwells us, who is in us, strengthening us, shaping us, sanctifying us, making us more and more like Jesus. God, I thank you that we can only obey you, that we can only live in a way that's pleasing to you by the power of the Spirit. It's not by legalistic tactics. It's not by legalistic rules, but it is out of the abundance of love and the power of the Spirit that we are able to obey, oh God. So will you help us? Keep us in the faith. Protect the faith of those who are faltering, of those who are teetering on the edge. Would you bring them back? Would you woo them by the power of the Holy Spirit, oh God, that we may all enter into your Sabbath rest and see you face to face. God, I pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Carmen Imes, author of Bearing God's Name, guides us to Sinai, the ancient mountain where Israel met their God. Imes argues that we've misunderstood the command about taking the Lord's name in vain and that instead the command is about bearing God's name, a theme that continues throughout the Bible. Revisit the story of Israel from wilderness to promising future and discover why Sinai still matters as you follow Jesus today. Get your copy of Bearing God's Name today at ivpress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.
got something to say.